Welcome to You Look Good, a podcast where we laugh and have deep conversations while lifting each other up. Today, I'm joined by Valerie. Thank you so much for being on. Hi. (laughs) (laughs) How are you? I'm good. How are you feeling? Nervous. Nervous. Okay. (laughs) We're going to play a little game before. That's kind of like my thing. Okay. Um, So I know you're in a new relationship. Oh, God. But, but okay. we'll talk about that later. But it's going to be a little celebrity matchmaker. Okay. I don't know if you've seen this, but it's like a, I'll give you some names of celebrities and you have to eliminate one. So I'll give you two. Okay. I hope you I have to, know them all. <laughs> you have to take one off and then we'll end up with whoever is left. Okay. Okay. So we'll start with Dwayne The Rock Johnson versus David Beckham. Oh, David Beckham. David Beckham. Okay, so David Beckham versus Paul Rudd. I don't think I know who Paul Rudd is. You don't know who Paul Rudd is? (laughs) (laughs) Oh my goodness. Ant-Man? Oh! Mm. Paul Rudd. Okay. Paul Rudd, Harry Styles. Harry Styles. (laughs) Harry Styles, John Cena. Harry Styles. <laughs> Harry Styles, Justin Bieber. Mm. <laughs> Old Justin Bieber, not new Justin Bieber. <laughs> okay. So Justin Bieber? Yeah. Um, Justin Bieber, Brad Pitt. I don't know. Brad Pitt. <laughs> Brad Pitt, Matthew McConaughey. Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> Okay, that's all I got. <laughs> that's the last of it. So you end up with Matthew McConaughey. Love it. Yeah, yeah. So speaking of love, how's it going? How's the love life? Great. I do have a boyfriend. He is great. Um, I don't know. What do you want to know? <laughs> yeah, like what makes you happy about the direction of the relationship that is going? I think... Um, a lot of things. He is very emotionally mature. He's great at like, I don't know how to explain it. He, there's a lot of things that he's teaching me about myself in a way. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm a very anxious person too. I feel like you know that. And from day one, the first time we hung out, he just like somehow didn't trigger any of my anxiety and any time that I am anxious it's like being around him is very calming and we have a lot of great quality time we do a lot of things that like you would do with your best friend which I really appreciate um our quality time together so you're a nurse um and you worked really hard for that what were the main struggles about it um I mean, besides nursing school itself, um, you know that I don't get financial aid. Um, So I feel like having to work multiple jobs throughout college made nursing school really hard. Obviously, it made it just as rewarding whenever I did get my nursing license and graduated and started my job and all. Um, The job itself, the hardest parts about that is that nursing is a profession where we are undervalued. I feel like one of my professors in nursing school said something about 
people go into the hospital not because they need a doctor, because you can see a doctor at any clinic, but they go into the hospital because they need nursing care 24 seven. And it just seems like the value of the nurse isn't there. Mm -hmm. And unfortunately loyalty to a hospital isn't good anymore. It's more of like job hopping. And I don't like that because I really, really love my unit and I love my coworkers and I love my job itself. So it just sucks to think that if I want to move up like financially, it's not staying with the hospital. Mm -hmm. um, so kind of like backtracking a little bit, like with your love life, a little bit of, I don't know how to like segue this, but do you think taking care of other people is like now, like the way that you wanted to get into the profession or? Like, in a relationship or you mean like but like both like how does it do you think it combines or anything i do like in my current relationship i've learned a lot that my love language is access service and mm -hmm. like a lot of the things that my boyfriend does that mean a lot to me is like taking some of that weight off my shoulders and taking care of me because obviously at work all i'm doing is taking care of others and it's very exhausting because i'll go to work with like very few hours of sleep and sometimes you don't get to pee you don't get to eat and like taking care of someone is something that I've always loved. And I feel like I do that with my family and with my friends. I like tend to go above and beyond for people that I love to show them that. And I will mm -hmm. bend over backwards. And sometimes that's not a great um, trait it, to it, have. Like, it gets you like sometimes. Yeah, you know? it definitely backfires sometimes, but that's something that's going really good in my relationship right now is that I'll do things for him and does things for me in return and it's yeah, yeah very comforting mm -hmm. yeah so speaking of that like just taking care of um people i know you have two younger brothers and kind of wanted to just match that to your mother's passing um i want to talk about your experience with that well two things want to talk about your experience with all of that and then I want to see how you feel that the need to take care of them I, does that stem from the loss of your mom or have you always been like that I definitely feel like it stems from the fact that we lost our mom whenever they were very very young um I feel like I had to learn to do a lot of things on my own at a very young age, which is fine. I feel like now I'm very proud of who I am and how independent I am. And I learned to do so much on my own, but I definitely feel like the caring for my brothers comes from knowing that they don't have their mom. And I had my mom obviously for 17 years and they only had her for almost 10 years. And um, our dad is obviously very present in our life but he's very much the financial provider. And I feel like they needed our mom for a lot of things and anything that they asked me for, I will always try to do if I can, because I know that our mom would have done that for them. And there's one thing that I remember from my mom being sick whenever she was getting closer to her passing. Um, she had like very small, meaningful conversations with me and one of them, ended with her asking me to please take care of my brothers. And I feel like that weighs very heavily on me sometimes because I feel like sometimes it weighs very heavily on my chest because I feel like I need to be there for them more than I should. And I know that obviously I ended up where I am now because I had to do a lot of things on my own, but the big sister and me wants to just 
help them with every little thing I can. And it turns into like a very frustrating situation where I'll be venting to someone or something and they're like, you can't do it all for them. And it's true, I can't, they won't learn that way, but it's just like a, in the back of my head, all I can hear is my mom saying to take care of them, to take care of them, so. Have you ever like had any like interactions with her? Um, not, I mean, not like recently. Like in your dreams or anything? Not recently, whenever closer to when she first passed, I would have a lot of nightmares and they were mm. very, very vivid and they were very scary. And I think in a way I felt like guilty in a sense. Um, there's just Why like- Why did you feel guilty? Because there was one time, um, one of the last days she was in the hospital, she was very, very sick and she was on a lot of medicine. She was on morphine and she was very in and out. And I just remember her being in so much pain and that made me so sad. And I was visiting her and I just remember her sitting in the hospital bed and she asked me, she like reached out for my hand and she said my name and she said, help me. And I asked her, I said, how? And she just said, it hurts. And I like felt guilty because I couldn't do anything to fix that. Right. And I know that she was in the hospital and the nurses were great and um, she was well taken care of. And it was just the end of her sickness and all that gets, I mean, it gets painful. So mm. I knew that she just didn't want to hurt anymore. So I felt, I just felt guilty that I couldn't do anything to help her in any way. Was this um, uh, like, what, what was the aftermath of that? of of her passing i mean i feel like my whole life changed I, i've said it to a lot of people that asked me and like i just feel like my life was pretty perfect before that mm -hmm. like i had everything i needed and everything that i wanted to do my parents would always do for me like i didn't come from a broken family i had my brothers i had my mom i had my dad um obviously life wasn't perfect but at 17 yeah life was as perfect as it could be and then this happened and then it felt like after that my whole world kind of shifted and a lot changed it made, maybe it made you grow faster a hundred percent i feel like a lot of people tell me that i'm very mature for my age and they've always told me that since i was like starting college and i appreciate that i do feel like i'm very resilient but i don't feel like it's for the right reasons. Like, obviously mm -hmm. I wasn't super close to my dad whenever my mom first passed. He was always very present. He always provided, he was there, but emotionally we didn't have that dad and daughter connection that I wish I would have had. We're very mm -hmm. close now. I love my dad and we're more friends than we are family sometimes. And I really appreciate that now, but for the first two years of my mom having passed, like I felt very alone. And I think that had I not had all the people in my life that I did have. Like I have so many friends and people tell me I have so many friends and I think it's because I need them. Like had yeah. I not had all the friends that I had in my life during the past few years, like I think that I would have not been okay <laughs> through all the things that I've gone I mean, through. Yeah, that's a, it's a big deal. Yeah, I like I'd have my coworkers who just threw, threw me that birthday party last year and mm -hmm. you were there and like a lot of my closest friends and my cousin, they were all there and it was, it just kind of reminds me that things are gonna be okay with my people. <laughs> yeah, just as long as you have like your, and yeah. then you, you were saying something about your dad. So the two years or? Yeah, me, after my to... mom passed away, um, 
I felt very alone because I didn't have that relationship mm -hmm. with my dad. And it took us at first. It was very, very hard because it was like him trying to figure out how to take over the mother role as well. Like yeah. he had to do more for, I 100% understand that he had to figure out how to do life without my mom. That was the love, like right. the love of his life, the mm -hmm. person he had his kids with and all. And I know he was figuring it out. And I think I was figuring it out too, but my brothers needed a mom. Yeah. And it was a lot of, him needing my help in that sense and me not knowing how to do it. So it was a lot of resentment towards my dad, towards my brothers too. Like I moved out. A lot of the reason why I moved out of the house is because they hated that I was trying to play mom. So until I was about to move out, like my relationship with my dad was not, not the worst, but not the best. And there was one day where I just, I broke. I was like, I can't do this anymore. And we sat outside of the house and I was crying and he, fi I think he finally understood that he, I just couldn't do the mom role <laughs> and it wasn't my job and I'll help him as much as I can still to this day. Like I do whatever I can for him because I know it's hard, but it just wasn't, it wasn't the best for two, the, the first two years. And after that, our relationship changed. He started coming to me more as a friend and I could tell him anything. Like I can tell my dad anything now. Talk to my dad about everything. And, it's what I wish I would have had for all of those years. For like before. Yeah. Yeah. And how is um, your relationship with your brothers now? Much better. Um, I mean, do they do they still call me? That, do they still? Well, I know that, but <laughs> do they still think that you're being too motherly? Um, sometimes, but not as much. Within the past year, I feel like I've had a lot of realization about like my value and a lot of it was with my brothers like my brothers reach out to me for everything and i will 100 percent do everything i can to help them but it got to the point where i just couldn't like i couldn't so we've like the older one michael we're i would say we're a little bit more friends than we are sibling sometimes like he'll text me when he's bored and he wants to come over and hang out with me which i love because i've always wanted to be like best friends with my brothers um but i mm -hmm. feel like yeah sometimes our relationship is very much like hey i need help and yeah. that in a sense i feel like it's good for them to count on me like that but i try not to like get on to them about their grades or like their yeah. attendance because that's just not that's, my not yeah, my place that's not your thing i just had um I told my mom that you were coming on and she just has like, <clears throat> she wanted to say like, that she has like a really good, I don't know. I don't want this like to be fully about your mom um, because we have other things to talk about too. Like, yeah, but not... that's such a big part of my life. I was just Her, telling my boyfriend yeah. that like, I feel like a lot of my life revolved around the fact that my mom was not here anymore. Yeah. And it's just now starting to like tread away from that. And mm -hmm. it's been almost nine years. Yeah. <laughs> um, but my mom was just, we were talking earlier and I was telling her you were coming over and she has like a specific memory of her at a football game yes, meeting yeah, <laughs> meeting her and she was like oh she was so sweet and like y'all were just they were sitting next to each other apparently like at one of our football games yeah um what do you remember about like our 
our cheer career. All of it. Our, <laughs> all of it. Our success. Uh, all our... of it. Actually, I had the best time in cheer, honestly. And I know that like um, a lot of people hated high school, but I loved it. I had so much fun. Um, I had great friends. And then obviously like cheer was so fun. You made me throw myself in every stunt <laughs> that I could possibly imagine. And I feel like, I mean, I don't know. It was just, I made a lot of great friends. I had a lot of fun. We, our football team was the worst, but the games were so much fun. Hey, we won like two. <laughs> two games. <laughs> yeah, and then like learning how to stunt and like obviously never got my back handspring down because I hurt my shoulder, but that, it was just so fun. And like then captain senior year mm -hmm. and homecoming and all. Yeah. <laughs> so fun. <laughs> so fun. But yeah, like leading up to that, I've never asked you this question, but what was your first impression of me? Like, I thought you were sassy. And I, I mean, feel like everyone would say that. You definitely uh, have your personality. And I never thought that you were mean or anything. I thought you were friendly. But I definitely was like, he's going to tell me whenever I do something he doesn't like. And I feel like I did. Yeah. I mean, never in like a rude way, though. Like, I never felt like you were like yelling at me or anything when we had practice. I was more of like, come on. Yeah, like, like you know better. <laughs> don't don't flex your foot. Yeah. Come on, man. Um yeah, what um what was like your fondest memory like between us? Um, I think like I like what like I, yeah. My what birthday was it? You wrote me a letter. Oh, and okay. I remember I was looking for it that day. Oh, you wrote me a letter and like I do remember give, gave me the little rainbow candy. I don't even remember what it's called. The you, airheads. Yeah, yeah. You I vividly remember this, that. Yeah. yeah, I love that because I read that letter so many times throughout like college. I had it in my little binder and like I would go back to that because it was it was so sweet. I wish I remembered exactly what it said. I wish I remembered <laughs> what it too. said. Me too. I'm too. gonna find it when it's. I was. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I was in crutches, right? Still, because I, I had torn my ACL. I don't remember. I just remember that birthday, like obviously like I spent it at school and like mm -hmm. it was just another day, but like I remember you wrote me that letter and like got me like a few gifts and stuff. And I feel like that was like, I don't even remember if I cried, but I feel like I did <laughs> everything. <laughs> Do you have anything else? Any other memories? I'm trying to think. I feel like, like we spent so much time together. Yeah, just something lighthearted. You know what I remember very, <laughs> this isn't like a special memory, but it's a funny memory. That day that I came over to your, I think it was your old house, to swim. And I got super oh, drunk off yeah. of like two white cloths. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That one was a good <laughs> that one. That was so fun. And we filmed that TikTok. Yeah. It was just you and me. And like, I feel like we had such a great time. I know. It's sometimes like whenever you're just hanging out with friends, it's like, it's just those little things where you're yeah. just like, eh, I'm just going to. Yeah. <laughs> We're gonna get day drunk yeah. at like what was it? Like I don't know. Probably like two, around like two, 2 p.m. Yeah. yeah. And then we stopped at five. Because and I had to sober <laughs> up. Yeah. That was that was hard. <laughs> well, because I mean the sun, you know, like yeah. sometimes the sun like you know. Yeah, that thing. was so fun. Um, do you I'm trying to think how I can segue? Do you think that, hmm, do you have anything for me? <laughs> no? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm still nervous. I mean, I feel like it went great. 
Do you have anything for me? I don't know. I mean, I feel like yes, but not on the Say podcast. It. Well, I just want to Say know how it. you are. Oh, that's literally one of my... <laughs> it's kind of circling back to taking care of people. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about taking care of me? Um, You've been such a positive light and I just don't know if I'm sometimes overwhelming to you because you do have a lot going on. Mm-hmm. Um, so sometimes it feels like I'm putting more pressure on you. Does that? No, I feel like I feel like it just gets hard because I don't know what to say. And mm-hmm. like, I don't know how to fix things. And I think that that is one of my biggest flaws is that I always want to be able to fix things and just make things better for people. And it gets really hard not to be able to. And I feel like, I mean, I've always told you, you can call me and I'll listen. And like, sometimes I may not be in the right position to listen or something. And that's when I'll be like, I can't, I'm busy or something. And like, I have something going on or something. And I feel like it's, I mean, it's not like you're a burden. I feel like none of my friends are a burden. I just wish that I had answers or ways to fix them. I know. And it, it does get scary. I think I talked to Miranda a little bit about this on the podcast. I don't know if you heard mm-hmm. her yeah, episode. About her birthday. Yeah. Um, it just gets, it does also like just get very scary for me on my part because I'm like projecting. Projecting. That's not projecting. <laughs> projecting. <laughs> like, I was I'm, I was reading to say like projectile vomit like from um, Mean Girls. Oh um, yes. Uh, but yeah, projecting too much on on my friends versus like taking their stuff, you know. Yeah, but I feel like sometimes sometimes you need to take more than you give. Like for the whole years that I was trying to figure out how to get through like my mom's stuff. I feel yeah. like I did a lot of taking from my friends and like thankfully a lot of them are still in my life and like I can still count on because I feel like for a really long time like I felt like things needed to be about me mm-hmm. and it was great that my friends allowed that but I feel like it probably got really exhausting and I know that there was some people that said the worst things like I can probably name them but there was like one person that was like okay we get it your mom died and that was like that i think those are the things that like made me not want to share as much but i feel like my friends were the good the ones that, yeah. yeah and i feel like that's what you need sometimes sometimes you need to take more than you give mm-hmm. and sometimes you give more than you take and i do a lot of taking i mean giving and not enough taking sometimes <laughs> but we're getting there Isaac's teaching me yeah well on that note, thank you for tuning in. I mean, that's all I've got. Join us next time on another episode and just be kind to each other. My name is Abraham Alvarado and you look good. Thank you for joining. Woo! <laughs>